I saw you were in there messing with the script. Yeah, it's a mess. What? It's a mess. No. Yes, it is. No. Yes. No. Yes. Hey, guys. This is going to be a fucking real shit show. <laughs> this is going to be fucking awesome. I've been looking forward to it all week. Oh, my God. Okay, agents, we go on my count. Three, two, one, showtime. Welcome to, hey, did you ever see that movie? I'm your host, Des, and as always, I'm joined by my lovely co-host, Lynn. Her lady business is like an old, dirty attic full of broken Christmas lights and like doll shoes and shit. Why don't you clean that out for her? <laughs> <laughs> And joining us today, the podcaster with a million potions, Mickey. Is it magic fucking whiskey? Do I get a motorcycle with it? Is it served in Jesus' shoe? (laughs) (laughs) Today we will be discussing the 2013 buddy cop comedy, The Heat, written by Katie DePold, directed by Paul Pig, starring Sandra Bullock and Melissa McCarthy. As always, this podcast will contain spoilers, so if you haven't seen the movie, go watch it, then come back and listen to the podcast. But before we get into it, let's run that trailer. Sir, I don't understand. I've closed more cases than any agent here. You are a solid agent, but you're not a team player. None of the other agents like you. Wait for my three count. One, two, unbelievable. We got a situation in Boston. I'm sending you up. FBI, we recently got intel that you brought in a dealer, Terrell Rojas. Hey, look who's here! Detective Mullins isn't back from lunch yet. I'm sure you won't mind. Well, he's a she. Going down! <laughs> She's crazy! Fast die, young, bad girls, do it well. I'm Special Agent Sarah Ashburn. Are you about to be interrogated by an officer? I am an officer, and that's my perp. Could you just close the door on the way up? I'll shut the door on you. Will you lay down here, put your head in the door, and I'll slam it about 157,000 times. Oh, girl, you better run. I'm going to make you bend over, and I'm going to reach up into your pocket and get the keys to your house. And then I'm going to drive there and stab you with your own badge. That's what I'm going to do. Get back. Get down. Can that up. Surprise. Come on, man. Get out. Bull in China shop. What part of out do you not understand? You want to go out? We'll take you out. Ah! I can't hold you. All right, let's pull him up. Come on. No, wait. I'm not kidding anymore, really. I can't lift him up. Ah! Ah! He's all right, right? The, the, the metal car broke his fall? That was pretty awesome. You are killing us out there. You don't fit in. I am a federal agent. What are those? They're spanks. They're spanks. They just hold everything together. Why? What's gonna come popping out? All right. So it is once again time for Dez's four and one fun (laughs) and one fake fat. 
<laughs> number one, and it will be up to my two co-hosts to figure out which fact is total bullshit. Okay, fact number one. And Delin already freaking blew me out on this one, but the actor that Mullins kisses at the bar and plays her long-lost flame is actually Melissa McCarthy's husband in real life. Number two, Ashburn's yearbook is actually Sandra Bullock's real yearbook from Washington Lee High School in Arlington, Virginia. Number three, Ashburn's FBI ID photo is the same photo used for Angela Bennett's mugshot in the 1995 movie, The Dead. Good movie. Number four, this was the third time Sandra Bullock has played an FBI agent in a major motion picture. And number five, Sandra Bullock attended the Virginia Police Academy after graduating college, but did not complete the course. Mickey, which of the five facts do you believe is total bullshit? Uh, the yearbook. And Dylan, which of these five lovely facts do you think is total bullshit? Well, I mean, there's a lot of pressure because I've gotten the past two right. So, yes. Oh, I'm going to go with number four. Yes, and I finally got you both after two weeks of failing. <laughs> <sighs> the bullshit fact was actually number five. Sandra Bullock did not attend the Virginia Police Academy mm. after graduating oh. from college. But the land, I'm surprised you didn't catch this because I did mix a little truth in with it because she actually is from Virginia. Virginia. Yeah. So you know I'm what? surprised you didn't I catch I knew that. number one was true, but you know what? I think I, I think you caught me off guard when you said she attended the police academy after school. I, I guess I was thinking she attended it for the movie. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't. Yeah. That's mm. kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. You both missed it. One. No, that's, that's my <laughs> job. Job well done. <sighs> okay. Um, let me give you the box office numbers. Uh, with a budget of $43 million and a box office total worldwide of $229 million, this movie was considered a smash success. Dylan, would you please give us the synopsis? Oh, my God. Yeah, sure. <laughs> this is what happens when you, you drink cheap 7-Eleven iced coffee. I came out, I'm like, baby, I got this iced coffee. It's a new flavor. She goes, that's not Starbucks. I looked at him like, huh? It was with the Starbucks. I'm like, no. I'm like, well, where's it from? So I was driving. She goes, that's 7-Eleven brand. Tastes like shit. What's the flavor? <laughs> Salted caramel. Oh, I can't even hear your ice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a party now. And uh, one more fun fact before we get started. So Dylan and I went to Bartucci's for dinner tonight for a nice fire roasted pizza. Or a wood fire. Bertucci's, Bartucci's, Bert Bertucci's. They still have Bertucci's. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, not for long. Bankruptcy, but okay. As I say, I haven't been to Bertucci's in probably fifteen years. So Bartucci's, if you've been there, their large <laughs> pizza is fucking gigantic, right? Yeah, they have good. I used to love their rolls. Yeah, yo, the rolls with the dipping stuff, mm -hmm. the dipping oil, and you put the Parmesan cheese in it before you yep. dip. Yeah, yep. so. They used to give you these, I mean, I'm talking just maybe three months ago. The large pizza was fucking giant and it's all crusty around the edges and delicious. And so they filed for uh, bankruptcy 
recently. So we went in there and they still have the giant pizza pan, but the pizza is like this little fucking pizza in the middle of the pan. <laughs> it's like you're fucking the pan is now dorking the pizza. It's like it's so obvious this pizza is shrank by like 40%. Not and only did you that, order the large? Oh yeah. So this thing hits the table. And first of all, so I order it. The lady goes around the corner and comes back around like 120 seconds later. I'm like, what? That can't be our pizza. She puts it down. The thing isn't even hot. It's obviously was cooked like at fucking noon. Somebody didn't pick it up and they reheated it and brought it to our table. It was oh fucking awful. So we don't even eat it. We eat like one slice each. And she's like, would you like a box for that? I'm like, no. <laughs> and I wanted to complain, but the Lynn wouldn't let me. Like, I'm going to talk to the manager. She's um, like, no, you should have complained because probably it was not the pizza that you ordered. And they probably just gave you one that was, you know what I mean? I would, yeah. I would have definitely said something. I would have said something too. I now, let me ask you. So quickly, I just can't. Oh. I would have now, had to have left. <laughs> now, let me ask you something, Mickey. Would your husband have been like the limb? Would he have been like, oh, you're going to embarrass me? Don't do it. Um, No. And. No, probably not because he knows me and he knows damn well that I'll say something. Oh, I wanted um, to say something. I begged her to let but me. But it, it also would depend on like how I handled it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I, 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 I know exactly. I, I will say that I would say 99.9% .9 of the time I handle things very tactfully, gracefully. I try to be nice, like Patrick Swayze, it's, until it's time not to be nice. But, <laughs> but he, <clears throat> and if you ever meet him, he'll tell you the story. Um, not to go off on a tangent before we go started, ahead. But we were in Frederick, Maryland. We used to live in Frederick, Maryland. And we were in a, <laughs> he loves this story. We were in a parking garage and we were already running late for dinner. And if you know anything about me, I fucking hate being late. I mm -hmm. hate being late. I hate people that are late with me. And so we're in the parking garage. It's a Saturday night. It's fucking slammed. It's downtown Frederick, which is not very big. So it's, you know, crammed. And we're going up around the parking garage. And there's a lady in, in just holding up the traffic line because she's waiting for these people to leave their spot. Now, keep in mind, these people have like two baby strollers, a uh, car seat they're talking to people outside their car right? they're not going anywhere in the next five or at least five minutes right so i'm sitting there and the lady is not moving so i went toot with my horn like really quick like toot like you know yeah polite nothing nothing happens doesn't even acknowledge me so i went toot toot <laughs> nothing <laughs> and at this point i can see tony he's like starting to like oh fuck here she goes and so i went beep <laughs> nothing she doesn't even look in the mirror no psycho and i go are you kidding me so i laid it on again he goes okay mick and i'm like fuck this and i like <laughs> and park and i like took my seatbelt off and i went he goes do not get out of the car because he used to be a cop so he's like do not get out of the car <laughs> and I'm like, what? so i was losing my mind and he goes honey it's okay i'm like no it's not we're gonna be late i'm hungry and you don't fuck with me when I'm hungry. Either. No, so, no, because you're, yeah. you're crossing over into hangry. Right. So I'm like, God damn it. I'm, I'm like, I'm just going to go around her. So I go up around her and I, I go, roll down your window. And he goes, no, but I had automatic window. So I roll the window down and we pull up and I go, did you get your fucking license at Walmart, you dumb bitch? <laughs> like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> Oh my God, Nikki. That's so funny because a quote that I use 
daily is, did you get your fucking license at Kmart? <laughs> but that shows my age. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I'm just like, and he's like, you know, don't ever get out of the car. And I'm like, well, I, and I understand that now, but like when I'm in the heat of the moment, but right. I, you know, but again, I gave her the opportunity. Clearly they're not leaving. Move your, what's one more level? You know what I mean? Take the yeah. fucking elevator. But so it really depends on how I handle it. Right. But for the most part, he knows that if something's not kosher, I'm going to say something. Because if I'm paying money for something, you can damn well be sure I want it how I want it. And I'm always very nice until I'm not. It's time to not be nice. <laughs> until she gets ratchet. <laughs> oh, my God. So you're like Patrick Swayze. I'm going to be like, man, I thought you were going to be taller. Right. <laughs> um, I am uh, I'm the king of I want to see the manager. Like I want to see the fucking manager. So you're like the you're like the male Karen. No, um, no, because no, no. okay, he would be if I wasn't there. I don't let no. him call the manager most of the time. No, no, I uh, see because I'm not picky. I'm very like if it's well, that's actually not true. I'm very picky. If <laughs> but if everything is like the way it's supposed to be, then I'm good. If, but when you're gonna dish me a fucking like two day old pizza, like it comes to the table and there's no way I'm burning the roof of my mouth. Like I took a bite. I'm like it was like biting into a fucking cracker. I'm like, this thing is a cold cracker. Yeah, I would have definitely said something. See, Tony oh. thinks I put a spell on him because when we first met, I said, I told him I was low maintenance. I'm like, I did. And, and, and so we joke, we joke and I'm like, I am low maintenance as long as you do what I fucking want when I want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me tell you why we were half an hour late starting the podcast. So we came home. We had every intention again in our shit together, being ready to go at six o'clock. But we opened up the door. Now we have an old dog. He's a Boston Terrier. He's like almost 16 years old. Right. Yeah. And uh, we come in and I see that he has taken a shit, fallen right. in it, Aww. spun around in it 350 times, like was break dancing in this shit. <laughs> it was spread out all over the living room, down Aww. the hallway. Yeah. He had gone into the bedroom. I, yeah, it was fucking bad. So I had to bathe her while she mopped the floors. Well, and again, you know, again, if you ever need to hold off, like I, like <laughs> I said, I don't ever schedule anything else the nights we record these. So I'm here. So if you oh, need to, but God. no, that totally sucks. I, I, I get it. It, it I, was, but, it was not yeah. fun. I can well, still the, smell poop, even though I've cleaned everything. I can still smell it. It's like it, it's in my nose. Right, oh, I wonder yeah. if it's on your shoe again. Like no, in the, it's uh, not on my shoe. <laughs> not this so, time. And, That's yeah, why there's and, always poop in our house. It's just, it's like having an infant, you know? He right. he shits himself. Now, he does that probably four or five times a week. Right. <laughs> and, and you'll hear it. It's like, you'll hear tick, 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 tick. And then, and that's him like just fucking breakdancing and shit. All right, let's do it. Give us the uh, synopsis. <laughs> In case you people have forgotten, we're doing the heat. Oh, my goodness. So FBI Special Agent Sarah Ashburn is a methodical investigator with a longstanding reputation for excellence and arrogance. In contrast, foul-mouthed, hot-tempered Detective Shannon Mullins goes with her gut instincts and street smarts to remove criminals from the streets of Boston. Spark fly... Sparks fly, too, when these polar opposites have to work together to capture a drug lord. But in the process... They become the last thing anyone expected. Buddies. Yeah, kid. <laughs> They're buddies. Dude. Oh, uh, my God. So for fun, I tried to write the script out with a little bit of uh, comedy flair. So we'll see how that works. This script is a shit show. 
This script a, is fucking genius. It's a dumpster fire. You're a dumpster fire. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's find out. There's only one way to find out. Let's get into it. It's so bad. Oh, and I wanted to say too, it's funny. So the the listenership is like, I was saying last week to Tony, the listenership is like all of a sudden taking off. Like we're getting a shitload of listens. Awesome. We're getting a shitload of new subscribers. Like we've, it took us like, you know, X amount of time to get up to like that 400. And then in like 10 days, we got like another 200. It nice. was crazy. Yeah. So things are starting to pop. Well, I will tell you that my girlfriend, um, Kathleen, she and I joke, we actually saw this movie in the theater and she always joked that it, it reminded her of her and I, like she's like the Sandra Bullock straight lace and I'm like the fucking foul mouth Melissa McCarthy. Um, so I, when I reposted this from the Instagram, she texts me, she goes, I can't wait to listen to this. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Oh God. All right, we'll start reading this gem of a script. Oh, boy. Here we go. Yep. After a very stylish intro, we see Agent Ashburn, played by Sandra Bullock, leading a raid on a suburban house. After the house is deemed clean by FBI agents, Ashburn finds drugs and guns, and she is shown to be one step ahead of the criminals and the other agents. Next, we see Ashburn watching TV with her neighbor's cat before getting a notice that her high (laughs) position is opening up at the FBI. So, (laughs) I like this, this, uh... This early scene, especially because the poor dog, she really gives it to him. <laughs> fucking heavy breather. I love it. Yeah, and the 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 ribs left on the table so that it confuses the dog. I was like, that's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yep. It's actually kind of clever. I thought that the intro was, like I said, like the way I wrote it. I thought it was very stylish. I thought it was cool. It kind of had that like shaft feel. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought that was all really cool. And it's funny because... I also thought it was really funny when she says, you know, we're going on my count. We're going on three. And she says three, two, and they all just take off. They're like, right. fuck you. <laughs> yeah. But when she's watching TV with the cat and she's, you'll see that they give us um, three uh, foreshadows. We're going to see two albinos and mm-hmm. we're going to see the tracheotomy. Um, yes. One of the albinos was from foul play. Did you guys catch that? No, no, I didn't. I yeah, just noticed that's... the ones from the matrix. Yeah, that's with Goldie Hawn. And uh, he is like the original albino bad guy. Like, really good. You guys should check that movie out if you haven't seen it. But hmm. yeah, I had high hopes after this uh, this opening scene. I thought it was really good. And cracks me up the neighbor's cat. And didn't the neighbor say something like, are you with that weird lady again? Yeah, are you missing that weird lady? <laughs> I love that. And I love when she's walking through. <clears throat> excuse me. I love when she's walking through the house after they sweep it. And she's like, hmm. Like she's, you can tell she's like, she's like, so like politely snarky. Mm-hmm. Like and she's just, I think Sandra Bullock's adorable. She can be annoying, but I think she's adorable. But like, I just love how she's like, oh, okay. She, you know who she reminded me of in that scene was Hermione from Harry Potter. Like she's yeah. like, I don't know it all, you know? Yeah. I was kind of getting some, uh, some Ace Ventura Peck detective when he comes into the hotel room. <laughs> yes. And, uh, yes. is, you know, Doing the door opening it and closing it. Oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. And she's so awkward. Like, and I know that that's part of her character, but she's just, she's so awkward when she gets in the car and she slams the dashboard. She's like, let's go. And there's like no one in the car. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, uh, I thought Sandra Bullock was great in this. I thought that she really, I thought she was really funny playing the dry cop. I mean, she yeah. was, she was brilliant in this. I thought, like I said to Delin, this movie was like a tale of two movies for me. I love Melissa McCarthy. I always do. I love her in everything she does. I think she's mm-hmm. super funny. 
But the first half of this movie, she was like, I want to say she was kind of overplaying the part just yes. a little bit. Yes. And then she kind of like falls into the groove by about like the like 50 minute mark. She starts like toning it down, but still yeah. playing the same character. <clears throat> and the movie got way better and mm-hmm. way funnier for me. Um, yes. This uh, Sandra Bullock in this reminds me of um, the, the what was the movie that she was in where she was the the police officer in the beauty pageant. Oh, Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Yeah. This is almost the same character, just leveled up. Yes. Agreed. So, go ahead, let's hear some more of this fucking brilliant script. (laughs) What brilliant script is that? The one you're reading. (laughs) Oh, my God. Next at FBI headquarters, we see Agent Ashburn feeling out her boss on who he's giving his position to when he's promoted. But he's not sure she's right for the job, as it's no secret the other FBI agents hate her. Her boss then briefs her on a case and tells her if she does well, they can talk about the promotion. And with that, he sends her to Boston. Boy, the script is doo-doo. It's doo-doo. I'm sorry, everybody. I didn't have time to fix this thing. It's fucking great. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. Okay. So, like, you can't blame everybody for hating her because she's kind of, um, well, she's snarky. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if she's politely snarky, she's still snarky. Yes. And she, yeah, she can't help it. You know, she was that, you know, she was that girl that, like, people picked on in school because she was so smart. She had no social skills. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, it's just like that thing that's uh, when she says to Melissa McCarthy, you know, I was actually married for six years. And he said, could he hear? (laughs) (laughs) Melissa McCarthy had so many good lines in this. Can you believe that that yearbook picture was her real high school yearbook picture? It was? Yeah, that was her real yearbook. That was her high school yearbook. Are you kidding? No, that was one of your fun facts. That's bullshit. No, no, seriously. That was her actual high school yearbook that they used for this. That's so funny. Um, Yeah, and she looks like a total dork. You know, it's funny because what I loved about this character that Sandra Bullock is playing is she thinks that everybody likes her and she thinks she's this really like nice, personable person. She doesn't get that she's like the butt of the joke. The people are like, she's a total fucking asshole. Yeah. Right. You know? So, you know, so she's kind of like the innocent asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, I think that she thinks because she's a woman, she has to try harder. So she does. And she wants to be recognized for that, but doesn't realize that in the meantime, she's not making any friends. She's actually making enemies. Right. Right. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, that the sergeant or whatever, her her higher up, you know, he says, I don't know if you're right for this job. It's it's no secret that all the other agents hate you. And she is like looking like, really? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we get a shot of Ashburn arriving in Boston. Then we cut to a scene of Agent Mullins, played by Melissa McCarthy, a cocky, brash, undercover cop, staking out a bunch of prostitutes and telling her fellow detectives to go fuck themselves. We learn here <laughs> she does things her way or the highway. She then breaks up a John when he's trying to hire a sex worker, calls his wife, and then takes him on a chase to apprehend a local drug dealer. And this was in, this scene was pretty funny. I'm impressed with how you are um, rewriting this as you go. Yeah. I'm reading along <laughs> with you, and this is not what I wrote. And I know you didn't rewrite it. So you're just fucking like doing this off memory? 
No, I mean, it's in front of me. I'm just trying to fix things as I go so that I don't sound like a total moron. <laughs> oh, come on. Wait, what? What does that mean? I wrote this script. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> go ahead, Mickey. Take <laughs> it. Okay, let's just let's just uh, let's deal with the 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 thing we need to talk about. Uh, Melissa McCarthy throws a watermelon <laughs> at a black man, and I just <sighs> that was a little tough for me. I was like, oh, that's not that's not probably great. <laughs> uh, I was I was a bit surprised when the the fruit of choice to to take him out was a watermelon. I'm not gonna lie, um, you know. She says, don't make me make you eat that watermelon. And, yeah, you know, he bad. Yeah, but he calls it out. He calls yeah, it out. He does. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. I loved, loved the John. And I loved I this. Too. Like, one of my favorite scenes in the movie is when Melissa, when he says to Melissa McCarthy, uh, oh, to Mullins, oh, good thing I didn't buy those drugs. And he's going, shoo. And she's yeah. going, shoo. I'm fucking <laughs> laughing out loud during this scene. I love this guy. That was a great scene. And she's like, oh, what you laughing? Hi, Bella. This is Officer Mullins. He's like, no, no, no. Like, I'm just breaking his fucking hand. And he's saying to her, what are you, fucking Spock? <laughs> yeah, what, are you, what are you, Spock? <laughs> that was wicked funny. Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, so at FBI, uh, Boston FBI headquarters, Ashburn meets Levy, played by Damon Waynes, a Boston FBI agent who gives her some files pertaining to her case. At the Boston Police Department, we see a sweaty Agent Mullins eating a raw pepper. She's trying to park her car. (laughs) 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 She is. She's eating a raw pepper. What the? And she's sweaty as fuck. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, anybody would be eating a raw pepper. Oh my God! <laughs> when Agent Ashburn st- sp- <laughs> <laughs> sorry, when the space is stolen by Agent Ashburn, yes. inside the station, Ashburn asks Biff Cannon, "Okay, not really." <laughs> Go ahead. Captain Woods, played by Tom Wilson, if she can see a prisoner by the name of Rojas. Uh, he says he needs to wait for Mullins because it's her caller. Ashburn pulls rank and has Rojas move to an interrogation room where she interrogates him. And irate Mullins enters the station and breaks up the interrogation and a slap fight ensues. Biff Tannen breaks it up. (laughs) (laughs) At a local bar, Mullins steals Ashburn's files. I love that scene when he's like, I'm 43 years old. Oh, <laughs> Captain's balls. They're this big. They're the size of a BB. How old do you think I am? 58? I'm 43 years old. I like to round up. <laughs> they're, like, they're like little tiny mouse balls. <laughs> they're, like, they're like little girls' balls if little girls had balls. <laughs> what is she looking for? She's looking for my ball. <laughs> oh yeah, shit but see <clears throat> but in a lot of these scenes again i thought that she just like that and for instance that scene you could have cut out like maybe four of the ball references right um right. and I, it doesn't matter i was laughing it was fine it was and funny I, and i love at the bar when she's like i'm a federal agent oh yeah i'm a federal agent i work for the post office oh <laughs> 
lick my what does she say? Lick my fucking eat, Irish eat ass. My fucking Irish ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'll tell you one one problem I have with this movie, and it wasn't. I don't know because me and Bloom were discussing it. And I don't know if it was a problem or not because if it's not done right, then it doesn't work. Like I've seen plenty of Boston movies where they're trying to do the Boston accent mm -hmm. and it's just not working. And I don't have, I mean, I don't think I have a heavy Boston accent. I've been told no, I don't. do, but I don't, don't think I do. But um, I like some characters had it. Some characters didn't have it. Now, if Melissa McCarthy's brother is fucking Bill Burr and Joey McIntyre, <laughs> then you've got to have a fucking Boston accent. You're like, yeah, kid, dude, you've got to have the fucking accent, you know? Um, she didn't have it. And I'm, and I'm what do you not. think, Nikki? Do you think, are you glad that, that Melissa McCarthy <clears throat> didn't try and force a Boston accent on us? <clears throat> I do, because it's very hard to force. Yeah. Um, yeah, it sounds terrible when you force it. It does. Like I yeah. like what was that movie with um Jeff It sounds terrible when you don't try and force it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny because I think I don't think I have a an accent anymore unless I get really, really drunk or really, really yeah. mad. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> yeah. You have no Boston accent at all. Yeah. And um, but what movie was that? What was the movie with Jeff Bridges and he it was um Oh was man, fire. yeah, blown away. Blown yeah. away. Oh, 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 Jeff Bridges, why don't? Right. Um, so it's, oh. it's really hard to do, but like the 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 people, even Jane Curtin did well, like in in the Heat. But mm -hmm. I think you know, like what's his name? Um, not Bill Burr and not Joey McIntyre, but the other brother when he's like, I named him Kevin Garnett. Like you know what I mean when he's yeah about the, yeah the Great Dane. Like I think they all did really good accents and. Except one of the girls was annoying, like one of the girlfriends. I don't think her accent. Was oh, she, I, but I loved her. It didn't matter because yeah. she because she was Boston. She was, she was oh, absolutely yeah. ridiculous. Oh yeah, yeah. My favorite. It was, was Michael the, Rappaport, the guy that you were talking about. No, no, she's no. She, no she's talking oh, about the brother. It was the knock. The knock. knock. Yeah, I, what am I saying? She goes, oh, narc. Yeah, knock. What was I saying? Ah, you ah, knock. <laughs> and I love uh, his sister is melting it while he's saying it. Right. She's like, no, I'm a special agent. Special like retarded. <laughs> uh, I believe it's called special needs or whatever she says. And then she goes, I'm going to kill you and I'm going to just kill her, kill her with your body. I'm going to kill her and then I'm going to kill you with her dead body. Oh my God. <laughs> oh, this family scene was fucking awesome, but we're not there yet. No, I think we got way ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we did. Oh, but it's God. exciting. It was the Boston accent. Well, yeah, because yeah, he goes, I'm missing a Boston accent from Melissa McCarthy. I go, no, 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 because. If she had done it and she had done it bad, it would have ruined it would have everything. Ruined it. Yeah, it would have totally ruined. So I oh, Mickey can just ignore it. Perfect call on that, Jeff Bridges. I mean, that was the fucking worst Boston accent. Yeah. It, it it destroyed what should have been a good movie. Yep. yep. Oh my goodness. Okay. So next we see Mullins talking to her brother Jason, who's an inmate at a local prison, asking him for information on the case. He tells her he gets out tomorrow and will be more helpful on the streets. Ashburn catches up with Mullins, who's taking out Tatiana's apartment. Ashburn <laughs> tries to get Mullins suspended, but her boss tells her she needs to work with her to catch the drug lord and get the promotion. Together, Mullins and Ashburn question Tatiana. Ashburn sneaks a cigarette butt from the ashtray, but Mullins knew it was there from but uh knew what it, Mullins knew it was there, revealing that she's a good detective. Back at Mullen's apartment, Mullen shows off her arsenal of weapons. Nice. <laughs> the refrigerator full of weapons, including the trouble. yeah, the including the one that ticks. 
You're having trouble rising to the level of this script. I can oh, feel please. it. Oh, please. The script is doo-doo. Cut okay. the oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm making butter. You come back. <laughs> I love I love that Mullen says to Ashburn, I live here. <laughs> I'm not staking out Tatiana's apartment. I live here. And Ashburn's like, come on, fucking bullshit me. She's like, I'm going to call my supervisor. Go ahead and call Tattle Tits. Tattle tits. <laughs> you fucking narc. You fucking knock. Oh my God. Dude, so funny. And then I love Ashburn pretending she's still. Hey, no, no one needs to lose their badge over this. <laughs> she's not on no the phone anymore. Yeah. And also when they go into Mullen's apartment and Ash and she's like, oh, you want a sandwich or something? I think I, and she, she's like, no, I could get MRSA from something in this apartment. <laughs> what part of that wasn't insulting? <laughs> like the, window, the moron the comment. Blankets. Oh, fuck, man. It's great. It's all great. I love. So they're going to go into Tatiana's apartment and uh, Ashburn says, so we're going to go in and interview her. And she says. Who are you, fucking Barbara Walters? <laughs> <laughs> on the, on the Myers Briggs scale, we're gonna, yeah. And then oh, I, awesome. when I love when they're in Melissa McCarthy's apartment. And she's like, "Oh, you, you have your windows boarded up." And she's like, "Yeah, yeah, I don't have the window blankets." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those would be curtains. Curtains. <laughs> curtains? <laughs> window blankets. <laughs> I bought that thing off eBay. It ticks sometimes. Oh my god! <laughs> Put it back slower. Half the speed. Half that uh, speed. <laughs> this movie is like chalked full of great lines. Yes. Like really funny stuff. You know, uh, this can, uh, what this can vaporize an up a, a above ground pool. <laughs> <laughs> if you wanted to get rid of it, you know, <laughs> and what does Sandra Bullock say? How can you resist that? Uh, whatever. Sales pitch. like, they want to know when you're coming back to the station. She goes, mm, tell them we'll be there at go fuck yourself o'clock, okay? Go There's fuck no yourself o'clock. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. Yeah, you're it's... going to hit it's... the traffic. <laughs> and, uh, and, I mean, we can't we can't not talk about Tatiana, you know? No, so, you Bulgarian? Not... No, I'm fucking French, whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, uh, she is uh, D on Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Freaking hilarious on that. So, how about you get yeah. the fuck out of my house now? Yeah. <laughs> the fuck out of my house. So, how long have you lived here since I moved here? Thank you. That's very helpful. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking oh, great. That's fantastic. Okay. Carry on. At the Boston FBI headquarters, our agents get the results from the cigarette butt. It belonged to a local businessman with ties to the underground drug and prostitution ring. While staking out Club Echo, E K K O. Mm -hmm. They see that man named Hank go in and they follow him. Ash oh, That's what you get for changing my script. Ugh. While staking out Club EKKO, they see Hank go in and follow him. Ashburn poses as yeah, but a party a, girl. There should be a period after him. There's a period. It is not, I'm looking there is at a period. it right now. There's no there period. Is. I'm looking there at is. it. There's no period. I'm, I'm, oh my God. <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. He's putting in a period. I just want you to do it. <laughs> Bullshit. That period was there. <laughs> oh, my God. We're both in the same Google Doc. I can see it. It moves. A little laugh moves. And it says, Diz, And a little period appears. 
<laughs> can't keep going party girl she, right. she poses as a party Expert girl poses as a party girl to distract him so they can bug his phone after successfully bugging the phone and leaving the club <laughs> the agents are pulled over by the dea and he tells them the dea has been sticking out the club and they've blown they've almost blown his case and um this is uh, the uh, the albino <laughs> who's your wife a five pound bag of flour with a hole cut in it <laughs> I was fucking laughing out loud so hard on that line. What the fuck is that? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Woo! Um, all right, so we we got to talk about one the uh, the fire alarm. Oh, oh she god. pulls it off. It, it's not even wired in, and then she starts. Pull- What's that gum? Is that it's a condom? <laughs> and she goes. <"Bleh." laughs> and the funny thing is, is Boston is so old, like. That I could see that really happening. Oh, yeah. Like oh, you sure. go into the rat. Oh yeah. Oh, I miss the rat. Oh, I miss the rat. Yeah. The rat. We have stories. And, There's and I'm stories. sorry. This, you know who else I I love and he doesn't get enough credit is the the guy the dancing guy. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. And then Melissa McCarthy at some point is like maybe 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 maybe. <laughs> Oh, do you shave your do you shave your legs above the knees? <laughs> Why don't you try shaving above the knee next time? Oh God! Um, and she's, she's, she's talk- women's legs they grow hair. <laughs> oh, she she's talking about how those 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 compression shorts hold everything together, and she's doing all the hair. And Melissa McCarthy's like, I can feel the heat coming off it. You got to air that furnace out. <laughs> What the? F- what's gonna come fucking popping out? What's gonna come popping out? <laughs> it's, this that movie is scene all- though was great. I loved it. I loved. I loved the you know the dance scene. Like I said, with the dancing guy, and, he, and she and she's like, no, no, like she kept like trying to pull him away. And Melissa McCarthy's like flinging girls all over the dance floor, and yeah. she's like, and Sandra, and Sandra Bullock has really good comedy timing. Yes, um, and I just thought that whole scene was super funny. Yeah, but that guy good. for me made the scene. I don't. I don't know why. Because I think I've because I've seen hilarious. guys like him. Oh, at clubs we've before. all seen those guys. <laughs> yes. See, the, this is this is where <clears throat> this is about the time in the movie where we start seeing Melissa McCarthy sort of find her stride as this character. Yeah. The first half of the movie, she kind of felt like a little bit Chris Farley, like, yeah, like almost over the top a little bit. Yeah, like just a little over the top. But what was nice was that the foil between her and Sandra Bullock, because Sandra Bullock was nailing it right from the start. And it was kind of like, you know, sweet and salty, yin and yang. So she was keeping it, she was keeping it together for me, you know? But once McCarthy found her stride, this movie really started to take off and get like really funny. So the next morning, Ashburn finds Mullins has broken into her house. They head over to Mullins' mother's house to talk to her brother, Jason. We get great performances from Bill Burr and Joy McIntyre. Mullins <laughs> discovers her brother is being forced to work for a crime boss, Julian, when she sees cigarette burns on his arms. Jason tells her, Sale was going to... Who's Sale? Sal. Sal? That's how you spell S-A-I-L is Sal? That's not what I put. I'm looking right at it. can fix it. It's S A L, just so you know. Yeah, I know. Take a look at the script. S A L. I'm looking right at it. I'll screenshot it if you'd like. Jason tells her Sal was going to steal a shipment of drugs from Julian, but got caught and is in Julian's trunk under the Charlestown Bridge. 
Yeah, Charlestown Bridge kid. Oh my goodness. So can we talk about the the kitchen in um the Mullins household and how so good. East Boston it is? Oh god. Like so those good. Cabinets. I've seen those cabinets in so many kitchens like yes. they I think they were in an actual house in East Boston. Because you can't fake yeah. those cabinets. No, you no. Can't. And you know what else, too, I noticed? I have to say, like, I love Michael Rappaport. And I feel like this was his most subdued role I've ever seen. Yep. He's very chill. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He's very submissive in this. And I love him, too, as an actor. I love yeah. him. In everything he's in. One of my favorites he was in was in uh, Cop Town as Super Kid or Super Cop. Oh, you got to see him name? in Higher Learning. Oh, really good? Oh, Yes. <clears throat> I don't think I've seen it, but yeah, I, I love him, and, and I agree with you a hundred percent. He was very submissive and uh, subdued in this, but he was more than qualified for the part. <laughs> That's one we could actually talk about sometime because it's it's really good. It's heavy. Let's talk oh, about okay. it right now. No, that's a little too. <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> now we're doing the heat. <laughs> oh, uh, what when we did um when we did the uh, Central Intelligence, we broke down twenty movies oh and four hundred actors. <laughs> Yeah, Mickey, I, I I can't wait till you listen to the Airheads episode. I have to. I, have it's, to. I started listening to it and then I got so busy. Oh God! Yeah, it was fucking, one of those weeks. I it couldn't was crazy. Up. I had to go back and edit some stuff out after it was already out and people would listen to it because I listened back and I was like, Mm-mm, that can't be in there. Mm-mm. <laughs> it was like for me to do that, it got it got crazy. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, you get still, a little cuckoo. It's still plenty though in there. Still lots of meat on the bone. Awesome. Okay. Uh, yeah, so the agents go to the morgue to see Sales Body, because you spelt it Sales again. No, I didn't. <laughs> yeah, I'm watching him uh, fix it again. <laughs> that's not true. She's making that up, people. Uh, she's making that up uh, to be he's, funny. He's been shot and had his tongue shoved up his ass. And I love it when she, she goes, yeah, that's tongue in cheek. And then the face yes. like hey, hey, hey. Melissa McCarthy. Did they draw googly eyes on it? I feel like I feel like there was a missed moment here. Yeah. But when she goes, I think it's a missed when she goes, it's a tongue in cheek, and she makes the face, and Melissa McCarthy just goes, Don't do that. Mm-mm. Don't do that. <laughs> so it appears to be the giving everybody the raspberry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so they go through his belongings and find a powder on his shoes. Back at headquarters, they discover all the victims had the same powder on their shoes, meaning they were all killed in the same place. They race to a paint factory to investigate. Once inside the factory, they witness two thugs kill a guy before being captured by Hank, but Mullen shoots one of them, and they capture Julian. Back at, back at headquarters, they interrogate Julian, a.k.a. Stuart. Look what I can do. <laughs> <laughs> look what I can do. No. 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 <laughs> I love Stuart. He's my favorite. Me too. My favorite. I can watch Stuart for hours. Just <clears throat> give me a loop of Stuart. I could too. Oh my God. What does Mullen say? Okay, no, sorry. <laughs> I don't want to say. I want to say. <laughs> Mullins plays Russian roulette with the gun pointing at Julian's dick. And the two <laughs> agents are paraded by the DEA and told to stand down by Ashburn's boss. So, fun fact. I was standing in front of Delin doing a whirly bird naked the other day, and she snapped the picture with her phone, right? <laughs> this action shot. Dude, this picture would would create world peace. Like, if you showed 
Putin and um, Zelensky this picture at the same time, they would both burst into laughter and hug each other and the war would be over. That's how funny this picture is. So Delaine will like, like we were having pizza today and all of a sudden she holds the <laughs> She holds the phone up and the picture is there. Dude, this is the funniest thing you've ever seen in your life. It's just those chicken legs and the fucking, the, the blur and oh my God. <laughs> like I don't care what the fight is I don't care what's going on in our lives she pulls that picture out and all is right in the world oh my god can I just say we have some of the best fucking quotes like naked whirly birds <laughs> marshmallow and ghoulie raves oh my god oh, it's fuck. crazy and, the, yeah. oh. and then, then, then the ever famous I told you no and I meant it <laughs> Dude, Mickey, thank you. That's all I can say. Thank you. Because that has got so much traction in this house. It is said five times a day now. Actually, I told you no. He actually told and me, I meant it. He actually told me tonight. He said, tell them, I told you no. <laughs> I meant it. And I meant it. <laughs> Dude, we, do, we now are using that. That is a heavy, heavy rotation. You know how often he says it to me? Oh, I'm guessing least, a lot. At least six times a day. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm guessing a lot. <laughs> oh, and he's God. serious. But no, oh. we, do. we have some of the best quotes. Marshmallow ghouly raves, naked whirly birds. I mean, oh, oh my it's, God. It's killing it's me. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's the best. Okay. <laughs> um, did we get through that? No, you you literally didn't touch on anything. You were talking about the picture of your dick. <laughs> 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 oh, okay, let's go. Uh, and every day, and every since she's taken, she's like, "I will post that on social media." I'm like, "Do, I'm like, go ahead, please." Yeah, because I'll end up banned. Oh, oh my goodness. God. Okay, yeah, let's so, go. Did, well, did you want to talk about here playing Russian roulette with his dick? I mean, I thought that was awesome. Now, let me ask you because I didn't, I didn't catch this. Did she fake to put the one bullet in and then drop it out at the last minute? Was there yes. actually a bullet? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So the gun was empty. Yes. Okay. Yes. <clears throat> yes. Because it, you don't find this out until the end of the movie. But yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. So back at the bar, Mullins and Ashburn get drunk. Of oh. course. Can we also talk about the fact that this is like the most amazing typical townie bar with the frigging carpet on the walls? It reminds me of like a like an American Legion. Oh my god! It literally—I've—I've oh, yeah. like, yeah. been in that bar before, like not that bar exactly, but right. like we've all been in that bar in downtown Boston, like not downtown, uh -huh. but like like in the outskirts, like right. you know, uh, maybe Dorchester or something. And it's yep. got fucking carpets on the wall. Like uh -huh. whoever did like the sets for this movie, mwah, kiss, yeah, ship's kiss, chef's kiss, yeah. And I have to say, like that—that that was one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie. Was there like when they had drunk. the tape on their nose? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Okay, so I forgot another fun fact. So at the um, when they're at um, Mullen's family's house, yep, and Bill Burr is screaming at her, "Oh, look, the knock's back!" You know, and he's saying how you know your father's stealing the neighbor's cable. Right. So fun fact: Delaney and I used to have a house in Randolph, and we rented the upstairs to this kid. So we <clears throat> had lost our cable because we were young idiots. 
and just didn't take care of our bills. So right. in the middle of the night when everyone was sleeping, I took one of those little splitters and I went next door to our neighbor's house and I undid his cable and put it into the splitter and then put another one in and ran it over to our house. And then I put another splitter on it and ran it up to my neighbor's house and charged it for cable. And we got free cable, he got cable, and the neighbor paid for all of it. <laughs> Fun fact. <laughs> And I was taking a chance because the guy was like, uh, not he was like a he was like a biker, a biker prison guard asshole that like would probably have a tattoo artist too. And uh, I was pretty friendly with him, but I think if he had known I was doing that, he would have whooped my ass. Oh, probably, yeah, yeah. Somehow we get away with it. I don't know how. I think that's a Boston thing, though. I think it's kind of, I think it's just something people do. I think it is too, because I remember it used to be so common. Excuse me. And now, like. I don't even know if you can do it now, but like, no, I don't think you can. No, I we just have like, that was that was the thing. Like, oh, you you splice in the cable, you splice in the cable, like, <laughs> yeah, they like have, a... because they made those splitters so so easy. Yeah. All you had to do was plug the the splitter in, and you could get cable into another bo- box, no problem. Yeah, but if you're stealing it from your neighbor, you have to do it at like four in the morning to make sure they're not watching TV and their cable goes out while you're doing the move. You know? Yeah, exactly. Um, PSA yeah. from Des: Do it at night. Yes, do it at night, PSA. <laughs> um, but now, like, we have cable. We're talking about getting rid of our cable because, honestly, I just use my smart TV. I don't even think I watch cable anymore. We don't. We don't have it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we it's barely watch it. And we I'm have, paying um, a lot of money for it. Yeah, we have we have the internet through the through the cable company. But, yes. Um, but we only have, we have Hulu, HBO, yep. Netflix, and yep. Amazon. Yep. Yeah. That's it. That's all you need. I mean, I, I have Peacock because I watch Supercross on it, which have to have. But. And of course, I need Disney Plus because I need my Marvel movies and I need my uh, Mandalorian. So yeah, yeah. Um, uh, I would. I thought about getting Disney Plus, but we haven't done it yet. It was funny. That was funny last week when they were talking about you know wanting to do what was that movie, the cartoon one? Oh, uh, Rock and Roll. <clears throat> yeah. So Tony and Delin are like talking. I'm going. No. I'm like we don't. We don't. Uh, review cartoons on this. I go, it's a rule. And Tony's like, rule? When, when was that rule created? <laughs> I'm like, we all, only do movies with actors in it. We don't do cartoons. Yeah, well, we'll see about that. Maybe someday. All right, let's keep rocking the script. <laughs> Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What'd you just say? I said, we'll see about that. No, we won't. We don't We don't review <laughs> cartoons on this show. It's a we'll rule. We'll see about that. Okay, look in the handbook. <laughs> There is no handbook because you don't want to write. <laughs> okay. Okay. So back at the bar, Mullins and Ashburns get drunk. The next morning, Wayne gets into the Ashburn's car and it explodes, leading them to believe Larkin knows who they are. Ashburn gets a text of a picture of Mullins' family, and they suspect there's a mole in on the inside. They rush to Mullins' house to hide her family after stashing the Mullins. Oh, my God. This is written so bad. I'm so sorry. They rush to the the Mullins' house to hide her family after stashing the Mullins' family at a hotel. The agents go to Denny's to work on a plan. Oh, you're right. Okay. Yep. Ashburn suggests Jason works undercover for them. After performing a bullshit tracheotomy and almost killing a man by... (laughs) (laughs) You're a reckless person. Yeah, you're right. This person, thank you, not you. <laughs> Mullins gets a call from Jason you. saying he knows where the shipment's coming from. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, fun fact. So I'm a hypochondriac, and I worry about choking. <laughs> so I've actually no, I do um, too, though. 
But I have actually looked into how to perform a tracheotomy on myself. And I think I could pull that surgery off. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. Don't try it. (laughs) Okay. Um, There's also this cool little device that I found, right? And it's like this suction cup you put over your face. And it's got like a plunger on it. You pull it out and it'll suck food right out of your throat. So I think I'm going to get it. <laughs> I'm going to get it. Yeah. Did you guys? <laughs> could save your oh life. I didn't even know that existed. Did you guys yes. ever? Okay, here we go again. But did you guys ever watch the show Six Feet Under? No. Mm, no. Okay, it was on HBO. You could probably, if you have HBO, you can still watch it. It's a really good show. Um, It's got mm-hmm. the guy, it's got the guy from Dexter. I was gonna, it. Is Lee Pace <clears throat> in that? Lee Pace. Oh, oh is... no, that might be Pushing Daisies. Oh, um, it's really good. It's about like this family. They have a like a funeral business, and the the father dies, and so the family takes over the business. It, it, it's, it's drama, but I think it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, Michael C. Hall is the guy's name. Um, oh, okay, yeah. <clears throat> but usually, at every episode, they start off with you know someone in the community dying or whatever, mm-hmm. and one of them has a a woman. She's a single woman by herself. She has a cat, and she's eating, and she starts choking and she dies because nobody's around to help her and i used to like before i met my husband i'm like god that's gonna fucking be me like do you know what I mean? oh jesus <laughs> well if that ever happens run into the corner of a table and have the corner of the table hit you right in the gut i'm like basically yeah. you're, you're punching yourself in the gut with the corner yeah. of the oh. table it's like giving you a heimlich uh, I, some famous actor that happened to he was literally choking to death and he said, this is how I'm going to die. I can't remember who it was. But he's like, this is it. This is how I die. And he ran full speed into the corner of his kitchen table and it, it lodged, uh, dislodged the food. Wow. But if you look into it, this device, I am going to buy one because the testimonials are amazing. Like they show videos of people like on home uh, cameras saving their own lives. It literally looks like a uh, one of those masks, like an oxygen mask. And it's got like a little plunger thing on it. You put it on. It's airtight, and you pull back on the plunger with your mouth open, and it sucks anything out of your throat. I don't even know what to say. Like, is that okay? Like, it doesn't um, even sound safe. No, no it is. It doesn't sound safe, safe to me. But... It sounds like a fucking ridiculous no. thing that he looks up on the internet and thinks he's gonna buy. <laughs> no, this he, is... does, he does this on the reg, just so you know. He literally trolls around the internet looking for weird shit that he thinks he needs. Yeah, and he'll be like, honey, we need this. And it's like some stupid shit that's like $80. And I'm like, yeah, we're not buying that. I've been watching <laughs> the uh, the new episodes of Fantasy Island. There's two seasons on Hulu. I cry every single episode. Where's that coming from? I don't know. I know. Because <laughs> she was talking about some bullshit show she watches, so I figured I could. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> All right, let's get back to the movie. All Later that night, Mullins and Ashburn wait on the dock with the FBI for the shipment. But after busting a party boat, it's clear the mob gave Jason bad info, knowing he was the rat. At the ho- So uh, Mullins disappears, and uh, Ashburn finds out that she's gone to the hospital. So at the hospital, we mm-hmm. learn from Mullins that Jason's been shot and he was left for dead. But he was found in the street, still alive, and he's been put into a medically induced coma. The two agents go their separate ways. After giving her files up at the FBI headquarters, Ashburn sees a group of agents making fun of Mullins and berates them. Next, we see Mullins and Ashburn have joined forces again, and we get a montage of them busting small dealers while getting closer to Larkin. They learn where the shipment is coming in from, and Ro- uh, from Rojas after throwing him off the balcony under the hood of his <laughs> 2003. <Not> 2003! 
<laughs> then they two go to Mullins' apartment and gear up with weapons, Matrix style. I think um, when she is berating the other agents for oh, making fun of Mullins, awesome. and you know, she, <clears throat> she just she can't even swear properly. And then she oh. shuts the door and she puts her two fingers and it goes, Wee! and she pulls <laughs> her fingers across the glass. It makes me laugh every time. You're just shit fuckers. Shit <laughs> fuckers. Assholers. Fuckers. <laughs> It's fucking funny. But I have um, to laugh because my friend that I told you said that this was like, she, it reminded her of her and I like, that is so Kathleen. <laughs> like, I like, I'll randomly get a text and she'll say, I'll, I channeled my inner Mickey today and, and said, fuck. You know I mean? <laughs> <laughs> or I channeled my inner Mickey today and screamed at someone on the road while I was driving. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Said fuck. I said Fuck. Oh god! Yeah, because at some point in this movie, I think I think uh, uh, what's her name Ashburn does like the oh, what the what the f and it's like what yeah the f? okay oh bull feces oh bull poo poo oh bull poo poo and bull feces yes <laughs> um I liked it I liked it um I liked it. I I kind of called this before it happened I knew that Jason was giving them bogus information that they didn't he they. They knew that uh, Jason was going to sell them out and they used it. And I did like this in the writing because though this was a comedy, it was still a fun cop movie. And I love that the bad guys used this opportunity to pull the whole FBI and everybody and misdirect them to, you know, bust this party boat, which right. was great. And to uh, verify that that's what he was doing. Correct. To make sure that they knew he was a rat, but they knew he was. Um I don't think that Jason would have been left for dead. I think he would have suffered the same fate as Sal the sub. Sale? Sale. Sale. Sale the sub. (laughs) Sale the steak and cheese. Oh my goodness. Dude, my buddy, my buddy was like one time I was down in uh, on the North Shore. He's like, dude, gonna take you to get the best steak and cheese sub you ever got. I'm like, all right, so let's go. So we go. And he takes me to this place and this steak and cheese sub probably weighs about four pounds. And it's the worst steak and cheese sub I've ever had. The meat was gray. Where so was it? Uh, honestly, I don't know. It was like in Malden somewhere or something. So his his like his credential, like for it to be a good sub, I guess it has to weigh five pounds. He's like, I'm like, the sub is terrible. This meat is great. It's gross. He's like, yeah, but it's fucking huge. <laughs> I'm like, that makes it even worse. Or yeah, it I'd, rather have, I'd rather have a third of the sub with good ingredients. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Give me a small, I mean, I don't eat red meat, but if I did, I want some nice shaved steak. I don't want whatever the fuck that was. I took I like two like, bites. Rare or medium rare. Yeah. 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 Like all I can think of right now, oh God, is Bill and Bob's. Bill oh, Bob's. see, I'm a Mike's. I'm a Mike. I never had Mike's. Oh, what? Mike's you favorite. never had Mike's? Where is Mike's? Mike's was if you were in Malden and you were heading towards Somerville, like near the Shrafts building. So Malden towards the Shrafts building, that, okay. that drag where the Encore. Oh, well, you don't know it because it's you. it probably got built after you left. But um, where the casino, the Encore casino is, there's a there's a little, a little uh, roast beef place. And that was like my favorite place to go for roast beef. I just loved it. Now, if you're from Boston... It's called a three-way, all right? right? Let me tell you, a three-way is you get the roll, all right, kid? And then they put the fucking American cheese on it. 
And then you're going to get the fucking sauce. And then they're going to put the fucking the mayo. mayo and the roast mm-hmm. beef on it. And it's called a fucking three-way. It's fucking Tony, awesome. It's the best when, way to have them. When I brought him to uh, Salem for the first time, a couple of years after we started dating, I you know, had been raving about Bill and Bob's. And we literally, I made him go there three times in like four days. But <laughs> but um, he, he didn't he didn't see the big deal. Like, but he what? Laughed, he laughed what? the first time. The first time we went in, we're standing at the counter and the guy and the you know, guy asked him what he wanted. I go, I know what you like. You'll probably want a super beef three way. And he's like, Okay. I'm like, I'm pretty vanilla. I like, you know, regular beef mayo, period. I like the taste of roast beef, whatever. So I forget what he ordered, but the guy goes, You wanna and he's like, uh, what do you want to drink? And the guy in Tony goes, Oh, I'll have that coat. He goes, You want a lodge? And Tony goes, Yeah, I'll have a lodge. <laughs> so that's his wanna... whenever whenever he goes he's like i have a lodge, <laughs> I, have a lodge. Oh, I miss it i i there's certain things i miss i miss bacon i miss roast i miss three ways mm-hmm. but i just can't do <laughs> I it i fucking ways. just looking at those cows i know deep, every now and again out. i will take a chicken breast and i'll slice it super thin Oh, and yeah. I'll make a chicken three-way, and it's yeah. not quite the same, but it will kind of get it will scratch do the you, itch. Do you not eat meat either, Dylan? No, because it's I'm always cooking for him. So because oh. I shame her, I shame her, Mickey. She'd eat meat if I wasn't around. I shame her. <laughs> I'm a meat shamer. And the funny thing is, is I've eaten more steaks than probably anybody in the world. Okay, I used to be fucking mad steaky. That's how but I am. Yeah, I woke up one day and I was just like, nope, not doing it anymore. Like, yeah. Probably six years ago, I just I'm not fucking eating pigs. I'm not eating fucking cows anymore. I love them both, but I can fucking choke that little chicken. If I had to <laughs> choke that little chicken, choke this little chicken that little beady eyes, little beak. I'd be like, choke you. <clears throat> if I had to, but I could also probably love a chicken. I could see myself laying back with a chicken under my arm, petting him and calling him Bob. Hey Bob. Hey Bob. Oh, I used goodness. to have two ducks named uh, Martha and Malcolm. Oh, do you eat duck? <laughs> No, um, I don't go out of my way to eat it, but like we used to go to this restaurant and they had like a, like a, um, what the hell was it? It was like uh, duck nachos. Mm. Um, it was like pulled pork, but it was duck and huh. wow. I didn't think that I would like it. Holy shit. Was it good? Did it you eat really Martha? Good. No, Mar- okay. <laughs> Martha. Wasn't that your duck's name? Martha and Malcolm. So Martha actually died. We had a kiddie pool and she flipped the kiddie pool up over onto herself and suffocated. Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. And then Malcolm, we used to have a dog named Blackjack. And oh, Malcolm, God. Malcolm became uh, Blackjack's dinner one day when Blackjack Aww. got out and we didn't realize it. Aww. That's horrifying. Yeah, I was sad. I mean, so, circle yeah. of life, but still. Right. I yeah. wish I could not eat meat at all but i get heart palpitations if i don't eat some sort of protein you like once have, a week yeah you gotta have protein um yeah. yeah and we tried to do the vegetarian thing but he just won't eat enough beans and stuff to keep up right. with the the protein situation like he doesn't like chickpeas or anything like that so oh. it's like i had a hard time keeping his protein up and he ended up getting heart palpitations and i know <laughs> this isn't like i know it sounds like silly but like i try to eat like pasture raised grass fed free range animals yes. when i do because i i know i hate the fact i hate the fact that i eat animals but 
at least I know if they had a wonderful life up until the end, I feel better about it. Do you up, know what until, I mean? like I, I up until the time they became a three-way? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, no, I'm the same way. Like I, I wish I, I actually tried to go vegan. I was vegan for like six months once and I can't do it. I just, I can't do it. I was ah. sick. I was sick. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, we're sick. not designed for that. I love cheese. I love cheese. I, I do, Mickey. I'm never I giving up cheese. Cheeses. I eat grilled cheese sandwiches like some people eat fucking, I don't know. I eat a lot of grilled cheese sandwiches. <laughs> I love grilled cheese. Yeah. All I drink is water and I fucking eat a lot of cheese, man. How, yeah. We get like blocks of cheddar from BJ's. I'll power through one of those in like a week. Oh, yeah. My husband picks up me because I have a cheese drawer. Oh, yeah. Now, we have a cheese drawer. If now, my thing is, my thing is I am blue cheese snob. Mm. I will eat got- blue cheese like it has. To, I will. I will eat blue cheese on a shoe. Like I don't care. I will eat it. And have you ever I, had blue cheese on a cracker with like a little bit of fig jam? Yes. Oh my god. You know what else is really good? They, I think they call them Irish nachos. Ooh. If you oh, take, oh. Like, they're like kettle chips, like homemade, like yeah. the thick potato chips. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. Those. It's like a and you take blue cheese and you make it like a almost like a sauce, like you put either milk or cream or whatever, and you make it so it's super chunky, but it's almost like a, um, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's like a sauce. But it's Why like, would it be an Irish sauce? Because so you put the blue cheese and you drizzle it. potatoes. You drizzle it over. Oh, potatoes, yeah. that sounds racist. You drizzle, <laughs> that's what they call them. You drizzle I'm it, You drizzle the cheese sauce over the nachos, like all over them, all over the chips, I mean. And then you also drizzle, and I never even thought that i would like this but like i am obsessed with it it's like frank's red hot like Ooh. very little bit of frank's red hot and some chives and it is amazing we put that shit on everything i'm not just saying that <laughs> we, we literally put that shit on fucking i love frank's on anything i yeah. don't normally eat that oh, but do. like i like it on the chips like the, those chips um but like he laughs at me because there's a we have a wegman's here it's a super I, it's like my favorite grocery store in the world like it's like going to disneyland for me like i'm like wegman's you know what i mean but they have they just have the coolest stuff but they have this blue cheese and it comes in a like a it's called uh something like cave select saint pete select i don't know it, it's like 10 bucks for like a pint it's it's oh like my god and he laughs at me. He's like, that's your fucking million dollar blue cheese. I'm like, it's <laughs> yes. good. Like, I won't go buy like the shitty blue cheese at like Topps Market because it tastes like feta to me. Yes. Like, I yeah. want a good blue cheese. I'm <laughs> a cheese guy bother. too. If you're going to bother, eat it. Eat right. the have, <laughs> and he's like, have you, million dollar blue cheese. <laughs> I was like, yes, have I either have. of you tried uh, government cheese? Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. I ever had government cheese. It comes in a big white box and it just says cheese. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, chemical cheese. Yep. I will get a um I will get a nice uh emu steak like once a year. And uh it tastes exactly like steak, but it's a giant bird. And I think if I could catch that bird, I could choke it. <laughs> choke that fucking emu. You know what I actually tried and I, I didn't think that I would like it, but I really liked it was a bison burger. Mm. I've actually yeah. been told that bison's not bad. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. And I don't know how I feel about eating them. They're not as cute as cows, but right. I don't. You know who the fuck am I to judge? What I could fucking eat an emu, but I can't eat a bison. I don't know what. I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't. Have eat you a ever bison. had a crocodile or alligator? I mean, no. But I feel like uh, they get a bum rap. 
I love alligators. Um, like as yeah. a, they're like dinosaurs, right? Yes, those um, fucking rednecks. Uh, what, what is that stupid show where they hunt people. them? Swamp yeah, I don't like that, but I'll tell you. Probably about God in the late '90s, I was in Florida, and I they have like Florida gator bites are a big thing in Florida. Like they're like it's almost like getting like chicken fingers. It's gator bites, like like popcorn, hmm. right? I tried it once, like I don't know, thirty years ago, and I'm like, I don't think I like this. Just mentally, I'm like, I can't eat it. Yeah, but I was pissed so- because I went to Gatorland, which is like you know, yeah, I've been yeah. there. So, yeah, they fucking serve gator to eat. What's Gatorland? Gatorland? You go and like like, you can like see gators up close and you can hold a baby gator and stuff like that. Is there like some dumb guy that puts his hand in an alligator's mouth? Yeah. Stuff like that. I love when that guy gets bit. Every time I'm like, yeah. But they like they're there like to help, you know, to save the alligators and blah blah. But then you they serve fucking gator in your restaurant. Like Yeah. That's weird. I don't like that. I don't like that. Unless it's Um, the gators that die of natural causes. And then you probably wouldn't want to eat them. Yeah. We talked about cheese, <laughs> vegetarian veganism, Roast three beef. ways. <laughs> we, this turned into a Food Network edition. I must be um, hungry. Hey, did you ever we see that we didn't, we didn't eat that stupid pizza. I'm hungry, so I'm talking about food. Yeah. That awful pizza. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Holy shit. We've been talking about food for uh, 21 minutes. Holy All right. Shit. Okay. Shall we get, shall we get I, into I, the last scene? where we were. Hey, you know what? You know what I do like, though? And this is, this is true. I love a nice roasted capon. It's a little <laughs> roaster, Mickey, if you didn't know. <laughs> a capone. A capone. <laughs> I love a nice roasted capone. Okay, that's it. Let's move on. Later that night at the warehouse, Mullins and Ashburn try to bust the gang, but find themselves outnumbered. They slip a live grenade in a bag of guns and slide it to Teen Wolf upon his request. But the bag explodes, allowing the two to escape, but not really. They're caught up uh, by another guy because they are like, hey, I don't know how many of their of you guys are here. And uh, they get caught by Julian, who ties them to chairs and tells him he's going to cut them up. Before he gets started, he's, he's informed that Larkin is there, and he jams an oyster knife into Ashburn's thigh. Oh, that, yeah. I hate that scene. Yeah. Mullen takes it out and cuts their ties and puts it back into Ashburn's <laughs> leg. <laughs> oh, my God. At that moment, the two DEA agents enter to save the day. But when Adam learns Jason is still alive, he shoots the flower bag fucking albino in the head, revealing that he's actually Larkin. <laughs> <laughs> the flower bag fucking albino. <laughs> He he leaves to kill Jason and assumes Julian is going to kill Ashburn and Mullins, but they fight their way out back with the oyster knife. Wasn't she like, oh, it wasn't the albino. (laughs) I feel bad. bad. (laughs) So bad. Back at the hospital, Ashburn and Mullins rush to Jason's room to save him. Larkin is waiting for them behind the door in Jason's room, and he knocks Mullins down with a pistol whip and threatens to inject Jason with an air syringe. But Ashburn shoots him twice in his no-no place before he can do it. <laughs> no, no place. In his no-no oh, place. You, you fucking shot him in the dick. Yeah, twice. you were going to do it to Julian. The gun was empty. That's when you learn <laughs> that the gun was actually empty. That's it's right. A good, good callback. Uh, let's see here. So two weeks later, Mullins is, Mullins is honored by the police department. Mullins calls Ashburn from the hospital where we learn Jason has survived and he's awake again. And Ashburn took a position with the Boston branch of the FBI. The two have now become best friends and the movie ends with a scene of Mullins bringing 
bringing pumpkin the cat's neighbor's cat to her <laughs> she goes, this 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 isn't your cat is it no no, no. <laughs> Oh god! Oh my god! We forgot one of my favorite one of my oh. favorite scenes when they're like I, I think we may have gone over it but got sidetracked. But when they were when she was getting the whole family and they're all in the van and they, and they go to pick up Gina and she's like, <laughs> Oh like, yeah, I gave you the bag with the roller so you wouldn't have to carry it. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you a dick sucker for Christmas so I don't have to do it no more. <laughs> oh, fucking awesome! It's freaking Just, awesome. I mean, they nailed. I mean, I know Joey McIntyre from Boston, but the, whoever that girl was, she nailed that accent. Fucking yes. nailed it. Yeah, it, it, it just gave off such the vibe. Like yeah, and it was Elizabeth perfect. He's taking the bag and throwing it into the into the yard. <laughs> my makeup's oh my in there. That's my makeup bag. Oh my god. Uh, it's yes. so good. Hilarious. We're not taking that fucking dinosaur with us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, the huge dog. Where did yeah. you get this dog? And I love Joey McIntyre. You put a life in danger. We're getting her. You put a life in danger. <laughs> We're going to get Gina. <laughs> oh, my God. Joey Mac was fucking awesome in this. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Jason's sitting outside the uh, the motel room with the baseball bat and the dog. <laughs> so good. So Boston. Yeah. That's how people Boston. actually sit out on their back stoop in the summer. Yep, pretty much. With, uh, I don't remember this, but do in uh, the Boston suburbs, do people put screens on their garages and sit in their garage in the summertime? Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, because that's I a don't huge thing here. That. It's a huge thing here in Buffalo. I don't uh, think I've ever seen that. Well, I don't think people have garages in Boston. Well, I'm not necessarily in More Boston, in but like, like the suburbs. No, I don't. I think people have screen houses more. Yeah, I think that might be more like a Virginia thing. Oh, maybe that's what you I see it a lot yeah. here. A lot here. People like, especially there's a, um, a few towns away from us. There's like one like section. And I feel like every house you drive by has this, the screen where they people, they sit in their garage in the summertime. That's but so one funny. thing that people do in Boston that is kind of funny, and I think that is, um, is specific to the region is people will take like so you've got public parking on streets in boston right yeah but once you put your fucking fold-out chair in that spot <laughs> if fucking you come back and somebody's moved that chair and parked their fucking car in that spot you have full right to slash all the tires <laughs> and fucking knock them out well now, right? now you've you've missed a, a, a crucial part of this it's when it has snowed no, you, no, no, no. When, when it has no, if you can't do that, like in the middle of the summer, oh, people will yes, just you not, can. People will take your shit and throw it. Nobody no, cares. No, you can do it. No, listen, if you shovel out a spot in Boston, then that you, you can literally, you can kill somebody. Now, this You're is a true spot, fact yeah. in Boston. Fun fact. If you shoveled out a spot during a <laughs> blizzard and put your two cones in there and somebody fucking moves those cones and, and parks their car, you can actually kill them. And by law, it's okay. <laughs> but in the summertime, you can't kill them. You can just beat them seriously with a baseball bat. I've summer. never seen like a Virgin Mary or a traffic cone or a fold-up yeah. chair in a spot in the middle of the summer. No, no, no. In downtown Boston, when you live, if you live in Boston, like in where there's no parking at all, yeah, and you have like, and you're well, bad I enough. Lived in the Fenway, and I never yeah. saw that. If you're a badass. You put that chair out there, mm -mm. people are like, that's Tony's chair. Don't fucking move it. You, you move that fucking chair, he'll fucking kill you, all right? And people just know. that's You don't fuck with that chair. That's his spot. Okay. That's 
So, <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Let's get back to the end of this movie because this is it. We've done it. So, uh, the flower bag fucking albino gets it in the head. Yeah. We find out that, uh, what's his name? Adam. No, Larkin is, uh, Adam actually, is Larkin. A, a, and Larkin is Adam and Ash and, uh, Einhorn is Einhorn is Finkel and Finkel, Finkel is, is Einhorn. Einhorn. <laughs> I'm seeing some parallels between this and uh, Pet Detective. Yeah, really. me too. I mean, a little yeah, bit, a little tiny bit, a little tiny not bit. really, not at all. <laughs> little tiny mouse balls, <laughs> little BBs. Uh, uh, I right. like the end though. If it, it it left a like it ends on a nice note. And I think it also left it open if they want to do another one. Yes, I agree. I like talking about cheese. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> we, so, Mickey, what's your favorite cheese? I like turtles. I like turtles. <laughs> Why does he have those funny <laughs> little front arms? I can walk like a penguin. Like, oh, my God. I just said that to Tony the other day, and he had no idea what I was talking about. I'm like, that's a Museum of Science commercial. He's like, what? Fun fact. <laughs> so, when I was probably... Uh, by Seven. the way, to answer your question, blue. Oh, blue cheese. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, growing up, I really liked Munster, but I think it was just because it was called Munster. Yeah. Now, <laughs> I like, I am Greek, so I do love feta, and I also love blue. Mm, gorgonzola. Gorgonzola. Borzon. Is that cheese? Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's an herb soft cheese. Yeah, I think that's called a, nice, a gourmet cheese. How about a nice uh, pub cheese? Sure, I mean more of a dip than a cheese, really. But yeah, if you guys, by the way, if you want to try a good cheese, I, th- I think it's seasonal. Trader Joe's has a blueberry cheese. Ooh, I need that. Shit. I got With it last little... year. It was phenomenal, and I actually went back to Trader Joe's the other day, and I asked them because I didn't see it. And she's like, I think it's seasonal, so I'm going to have to keep checking because it was so. It's a hard cheddar blueberry cheese mm. yes please like, maybe amazing. with a little fig on a uh it, triscuit. Oh, it yeah. almost Not- tastes like um it almost has a hint of like manchengo mm. with oh it's so good so for our listeners what does a manchengo te- cheese taste like it's almost to me manchengo is like a super super sharp tangy parmesan mm, that sounds that's good like, i like that's that. tony's favorite cheese is the manchengo mm. my favorite really? is smoked gouda yeah, I'm not a, I don't like smoked cheese that much. I do. I love it. I, I literally too. could eat a whole wheel of smoked Gouda without even looking. Mm-hmm. No problem. Oh. Love it. I yeah. love cheese. We've got this new <laughs> bread. It's just really like, what, what is it, honey? What kind of bread is it? It's uh, like a multi-seed panini bread. It's, it's like right. a big loaf. So I've been junking on this bread, man. This shit gets so crunchy. So <laughs> what I like to do is I like to... Grate up like, you know, two kinds of cheese, preferably some cheddar and a little smoked Gouda or some pepper jack, whatever I can find, but mostly cheddar. And I pack the two pieces of bread with it. And then I butter up both sides and I put it in the air fryer. And the air fryer gets it so crunchy, the bread, but it melts the cheese down. So you get that pull. Oh, forget it. Um, yeah, so fun see, fact, I, hate, I hate cleaning cheese off the air fryer basket. That's why I, oh, do I don't clean that. the air fryer up. Clean it, I do. So, so I don't care. have a problem with it. Yeah, it's fine. <gasps> um, yeah. So... Yes, yes. God, you hear the gasp, and you know what? That sounds like my husband. I love him dearly, but 
Yeah. Our dishwasher broke, so we've been having to wash our dishes by hand. It's been a bummer. Um, so quick, <laughs> quick fun. So anybody that didn't get the, the walk like a penguin thing, that was the Museum of Science. It was I a know. commercial. And uh, well, people in Boston wouldn't know. But when I was like 17, me and my best friend, the best man at my wedding, and uh, my girlfriend at the time. This is the guy that we, embarrassed you at your wedding? Yes. Yes. We bought uh, acid from these two hippie guys, uh, John and Bubba. And we took the acid in Weymouth and decided we were going to drive in to Boston and go to the Museum of Science and walk around tripping. Uh, we got there and the Museum of Science was closed. Oh, and drag. we were fucking tripping balls. So I remember being like, we got to get back to Bubba's. Got to get back to Bubba's. Gotta so get we're back trying to Bubba's. We got to get back to Bubba's. So we're trying to drive back there. We're stuck in traffic. And like, I can hear the radio of the car next to us. It's like a hot summer day. And it's like, yeah, fun story. That's it. <laughs> so we, we went back to Bubba's. We were all freaking out. Bubba talked us down. He was like one of those soothing hippie guys. And yeah. Oh, dear. Yep. Good little Bubba. What a fucked up episode this was, huh? Yeah, you got a little cuckoo. I hope our listeners like cheese. Yeah, because yeah. it was a lot of cheese talk today. A lot of cheese talk. You know what I've discovered with this podcast, though? I don't think people really care about the movie or what we think about the movie. Or I think they like to hear us talk about things like cheese. <laughs> and tempers. And... Yeah. 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 They want to peek into the lives of uh, who we are. And it's scary. Whirly it birds. <laughs> Naked whirly birds. Naked whirly birds. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. All right. Um, so anything else to say about the movie? I mean, we went through the entire end. It didn't really talk about it, but I mean, if you listen I think to the podcast. Stands, yeah, I think yeah. it stands for itself. Yeah. And I think, it. Like I said, I think they I, I think they left it open for a sequel, which I think I would I'd like to it. see a sequel. Yeah. I'd see it. I thought I'd it was watch funny. It. I'd watch it. I would too. I'd watch it. But this was made so long ago. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. I am surprised. They didn't follow this up immediately with a sequel, uh, with it having made two hundred and twenty nine yeah. million dollars. Like, yeah. almost seems like a no brainer, right? Yeah, maybe one of them just could they they couldn't make it work if they could. They were both busy. They're both busy stars. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, so it's fun. So next week we're going to be doing another Boston movie. And it was funny. I was saying to Dylan, I go, Ah, should we be doing The Departed? I go, It's such a serious movie. I don't well, that's know, not next have- week. That's the week uh, after. Week, yeah, week after. But I go, are we going to have fun doing it? Is it going to be funny? She's like, dude, we were dying during Constantine. I'm like, eh, you make a good point. Yeah, like we laughed our way through Constantine. If we're going to laugh our way through Constantine, we could probably la- We laughed our way through True Romance. We can yes, laugh we our did. way through True Romance. <laughs> we can laugh our way through The Departed. We definitely can. All right. I think we did it. Um, Mickey, what is... Your um, rewatch score. Hold on one for... second before we get to that. I just googled. Um, Sandra Bullock said she uh, she would never again make a sequel to one of her many memorable movies. Oh, um, I'm not doing a sequel for The Heat. She said. Oh wait a minute. At the time, I've done two sequels. They were horrible. What Melissa and I had was beautiful. We might do another film together. I think we should do a silent film together. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I saw that. Um, <laughs> I had a no sequel rule, but I don't know if now I don't know if they're going to do one. So who knows? Yeah, it doesn't sound like it. Um, okay. So where were we? I apologize. Uh, rewatch score. Oh, um, 
I'll tell you, I actually, I laughed out loud so many times. Their, their timing was just perfect in this. I love like a Melissa McCarthy to me. is so funny. Like I'll watch her in anything. Um, for me, my, I think I would give this a four and a half. Four and a half. Dylan, what do you think about the heat? I remember when I watched it the first time liking it and I watched it again and I laughed through the entire thing again. So it was like, it's funny. It's stupid. It's funny. You know, yeah, there's some moments where it's like, okay, that might be a bit too much. That might be a pill. Like throwing the watermelon at the guy. It's like, okay, that might have been a bit much. But I yeah. really enjoyed it overall. I mean, it's a gag. You it know? wasn't bad taste. It wasn't bad taste. It honestly wasn't. I had no problem with it, really. In yeah. Retrospect. Yeah. It was a, just a gag. But yeah. So, I mean, I think I'd, I'd, I'm going to go with a four. So, let me ask you guys do you think that Sandra Bullock, um, Agent uh, Ashburn wound up with the Damon Wayne's character or the Wayne's character? Uh, possibly. I mean, uh, if uh, Melissa McCarthy's character had anything to say about it, she was trying to push them together. So I thought the ending scene uh, when she's on the gurney and they had that moment together, I thought it was a very sweet moment. I thought it was fun. And I got the impression that one of the reasons she stayed in Boston was for Melissa McCarthy Two, I think that she did in fact start a relationship with the other agent. That's how I like to think it happened. Okay. I, I, yeah, I never really gave it a lot of thought actually. Yeah. I thought, I thought the whole movie, they were, uh, they were vibing on each other. And at they the were. end, they both kind of put their, their guard down and said, all right, let's, let's explore this. I'll go with that. Okay. So my rewatch score for this is not quite as high as you guys. Um, I laughed a ton. I thought that it was a very good movie. I thought that uh, Melissa McCarthy overplayed it a little bit for the first hour. Um, I'm going to give this uh, three and three quarters rewatches. So with my three and three quarters, Delyn's four and Mickey's four and a half, I think it would be fair to give this one four and a quarter rewatches. You guys okay with that? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So four and a quarter rewatches it gets. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the show. It was uh, different. Cheese. <laughs> it was different. Um, like always, I want to thank the listeners for stopping by, and uh, want to thank the Lynn. And for once, we watched a movie in the same room today. <laughs> Twenty-eight movies. This is the first time we watched it together, and I got to be honest with you, made me a little uncomfortable. <laughs> um, I. I want to thank Mickey again. Awesome. Always a great co-host. And you've been picking winners because all your movies seem to be up at the top of our listening oh, list. That's so awesome. thank you guys yeah, so much. Yeah. Well, it's the, it's the uh, listeners that listen. So they've been uh, enjoying your picks. We will be back next week where we will be discussing Jumanji. Welcome to the jungle. And we chose this over grandma's boy because we had just done Kevin Hart and the rock with Pat previously. So we figured it'd be fun to back him up and do it like that. We will be doing grandma's boy though, as promised. Um, the following week, we will be the following week. We will be back with Mickey again to do the departed. So we'll be back in Boston and uh, the week following that Tony will be back where we will be doing another rock and roll movie. I don't know what it's going to be because I have given Tony full comp lunch carte blanche <laughs> that's right Choose <laughs> whatever he would so desire oh my god why <laughs> so 
Until next week, I just have one question for you. Mickey, take it. Hey, did you ever see that movie? The first time a co-host has actually said the title of the show. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you, Mickey. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll see you next time. They don't Bye. Call me the mayor for nothing. <laughs> <laughs> see you later, guys. Bye. He he wrote out the script this week, and he was like, "Oh, you'll you'll be fine. You don't need to rewrite it." I'm in here, like, "Oh my god, I can't barely read this. It's so bad." <laughs> That's such horse shit. That script is so tight. It's so not. It's terrible. You have no actors' names. I haven't. I'm trying to dig through IMDb. Nobody, fast to get them all nobody done. cares who the actors are. Nobody cares who their names are.